Hello, and welcome to Voices 360 Degrees. It is always exciting to have you here. Today, we will be discussing on dealing with depression. Have you suffered or currently suffering from depression? Do you have someone going through this or living in denial? Are you among the set of people that believe depression is either a cause or an abomination? Or do you just want to enlighten yourself about the topic to be able to offer help to someone going through depression? Then keep listening as I share my views about this topic. According to CDC, depression is a complex condition characterized by changes in thinking, mood, and behavior that can affect anyone. So I'm going to stress on anyone. So it could either affect you or myself or loved one, anyone. Okay? Now let's talk about the symptoms that characterize depression. Symptoms such as prolonged sadness, tiredness, trouble focusing and concentrating, irritability, anger, isolation, sleep disorders, loss of interest and pleasurable things, fear, the thoughts of death or suicide. Stress, emotional or physical stress. So now, everybody goes through these symptoms, okay, occasionally, okay, but now the focus is on prolonged. So when you ex experience these symptoms for a prolonged period of time, it could lead to depression. Especially when you're going through at least five of the symptoms at a time, then one could be headed for depression. Doesn't necessarily mean it is depression, but one could be headed towards depression. This is where you need professional help. So now, what are the causes of depression? Could be caused by chemical imbalance in the brain, fear, guilt, abuse, any form of abuse stress, the feeling of defeat, a bad breakup, going through divorce, or the thought of getting married. The process could be overwhelming sometimes, having to deal with in-laws, The loss of a loved one, but things like dealing with financial debt or a huge relocation. These are things that can cause depression. So now, how do we overcome depression? Before we delve into that, these causes of depression 
actually have consequences. Instance, one is going through bad sleeping disorders with associated wrong eating habits. This leads to weakened immune system and leaves one susceptible to illnesses. There have been records of increased risk of strokes and cardiac arrest. And I'm sure we've all had the usual um, isolation and suicidal thoughts, which leads to death. So, these consequences are associated with depression. That's why it's a must talk about topic. We must know how to overcome it because at every stage in life, one goes through it subtly for those that get lost in that pressure. So now, we're going to go ahead and talk about ways of overcoming depression. First thing to do is avoid excessive consumption of drugs and alcohol. Lots of people <laughs> just decide to cool off by taking alcohol and going into drugs. I know it gives that temporary relief, but it doesn't stop the feeling. By the time you're back to your senses, the effects of the alcohol and drugs in your system have all worn off. You're back to feeling the same way, or even worse. So, do not take alcohol and drugs as a way to suppress the feeling. It would not help in the long run, but momentarily, it helps you forget that situation. But is that your goal? You, I don't think so. I think you would want to totally escape the feeling of depression. Okay, so alcohol and drugs no 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 okay no the next thing to do is to find support groups you need to actually open up by talking to loved ones spouses family members friends doctor if you're spiritual you can talk to your clergy person but go for therapy, talk to a counselor. Okay, they're gonna help you with this. A lot of people, it depends now, it depends on where the cause is emanating from. Okay, I don't think you will want to go to the cause and have that discussion with them. You'll want to go to someone neutral. Okay. So now, let's talk about this in details. Why depression seems to overpower a lot of people is because of their inability to confide in someone. Okay, that phase of feeling isolated, that's when it consumes you. A problem shared, they say is a problem half solved that this is the situation where it actually works. You need to talk to someone you trust. 
to help you deal with this situation. You need to ask for help. Now, how do you do that? You need to be able to describe how you feel. And we need to be honest about it because we are doing it for ourselves. Okay, so now, how do you feel? Do you feel lonely? Do you feel tired? Do you feel fear? Express how you feel. The way you feel about something is different from what causes it, what caused it. So just talk about how you feel. Or you feel you're not an achiever. You feel you've not um, a mother to anything good compared to your siblings. You feel you're not meeting up with life expectancies. Anything at all, express how you feel. Talk to someone. Talk to someone in a way that they understand you. If you think you know the cause, talk about the cause. A lot of people do not actually know the cause of the depression they feel. But some people think they have an idea of the cause. But actually, they do not. There could be an underlying factor somewhere or a childhood experience that decided to haunt them now. Just talk about anything that you think is the cause. But actually confiding in someone, it gives them the ability to be able to prefer help. You need to have so you need to have come to the maturity of having to ask help from people without feeling helpless. Because being able to ask for help at this stage is more powerful than wallowing in this depression. It is. Opening up is the first step. When you meet your counselors or if you go through if you're going through therapy, they are able to ask you more questions to be able to find out the exact underlying factors and help you overcome this. Sometimes when you go to your doctor, they're gonna give you some drug that would some antidepressants that of course is not spontaneous, it takes time, but it helps you suppress the feeling and balance whatever is going on in the head. The chemical imbalance balances up together. The third step is spend time socializing. A lot of people cave. Cave in isolation when they are going through this step. Doing, going through depression, rather. Remember, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. When you cave into isolation, what comes into your head? A lot of people start to talk to themselves when they are going through this depression. Lots of negative thoughts. These thoughts that you have no hold over start to play in your head. Oh, you're not good enough. Hey, you loser. Oh, you cannot afford this car. Hey, look at your friends. Oh, all your girlfriends have their boyfriends and they have someone to spend the Christmas with. You're going to be a loser and a loner. 
this Christmas and the new year if you don't find someone so this negative thoughts keeps playing in your head however the thoughts comes what you need to do is identify it and see the opposite resist that thought by speaking positivity so if the negative thought comes just say no I am no loser for the fact that I'm not with a guy at this moment doesn't make me a loser I'm going to enjoy the most of this season I'm gonna work up being better and I'm going to gain financial freedom keep saying it you need to say so to block out those lingering negative thoughts you have to snap out of them and you have to do it intentionally don't dwell on them I understand when those thoughts come sometimes we just oh, go back into our shells and feel defeated but that is the time to say to speak out do not think it in your heart now those thoughts are in your mind right some people even speak talk to themselves right those negative thoughts they say it out to themselves so now don't think about the positivity alone speak it out say it out say it loud okay the moment those thoughts arise replace them with truth and empowering thoughts speak it aloud don't stop saying it keep saying it until you believe it and you start to live it and you start to manifest it okay so now you need to spend time socializing as we discussed okay so we've talked about caving in and all that so now go out with friends with loved ones if you do not have friends and loved ones like you look at it into a new a new city look for groups online there are lots of groups online okay look for a community there are lots of webinars online look for a community join whatsapp groups try to initiate um, meeting up with people have a little get together and a forum where you interact with people i understand that these days there are lots of things going on the social media thanks to covid19 but then we still have the small group circle okay and we can we can mingle keeping our distance okay so you can decide to go out for coffee together maintaining your distance maintaining the distance getting to talk to people you can decide to go to church keep distance talk to people in church meet new people that's a way to socialize meet new people go to facebook meet new people go skating do lots of things together do pick up activities with friends okay engage engage with people remember 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 do not cave in do not wet your pillow do not stay on your own talk to people so now step number four you need to adopt new lifestyle changes yeah you heard me correctly lifestyle changes have to start eating feeding healthy have balanced meals you need to exercise 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 do some cardios work on you tummy if the depression is because of your weight you need to start making efforts gradual efforts 
to lose your weight, portion control, register in a gym, join the membership, have a trainer training, okay? Form a healthy routine. You can take walks at night and at midday, depends on your schedule, okay? Get plenty of sleep. If you're spiritual as I am, you need to set spiritual goals. So, lifestyle changes in the normal, everyday life, and also spiritual changes. You have to learn to forgive in advance. That's one thing because a lot of people are going through resentment. Okay, they've harbored lots of grudges, lots of resentment, and that's another cost for depression you have to learn to forgive in advance even before they ask you now the forgiveness you are issuing out it's not for them it's for you because you're trying to keep yourself sane and avoid depression okay you're trying to overcome it so what do you do i know you've hurt me talk to yourself and you haven't come to terms with the fact that you were wrong, but I release forgive. I forgive you anyway. I forgive you anyway. So you don't have to wait till they ask you for forgiveness before you forgive them, because you are actually healing yourself by forgiving them in advance. Okay. Another thing to do to help with your spiritual goals. Is to see the good in people first onto proven wrong. A lot of people, when they meet new people, they just have this negative perception of who they are or have this negative perception about their appearances, their reaction towards it. Duh! You do not know this person. So why would you just assume that they're hostile, they're gonna be hostile towards you, or they're just evil people, or you just feel threatened around them? I know that you have to take measures to be safe, but then why do you think they're gonna harm you? You see, having this kind of attitude encourages the feeling of depression okay you're always looking over your shoulder about what isn't even gonna happen so to overcome that is first of all seeing the good in people until proven otherwise love them anyway if you don't understand their reactions you, you ask them oh I do not understand this reaction do you think you're happy do you feel excited or have I done anything wrong ask them let them explain their reactions to you let them explain their actions so you do not carry preconceived notions about them that are wrong that is it those preconceived notions could be entirely wrong so that's one way to avoid and overcome depression so now moving on we're going to the fifth step protect your mental health you have to be intentional with your mental health the book of the bible says guard your heart 
because out of it proceeds the issues of life. How do you guard your heart? How do you guard your mental health? By taking efforts, making effort not to pollute your mind with bad news, either from social media, from the television, from radios, from movies, TV shows. If you feel fear, why go ahead and watch scary movies? Why? You're not protecting your heart. You're not protecting yourself. You're just exposing yourself to the wolves. So no, if you feel lonely, why watch romantic movies? You should watch comedies. That's a way to guard your heart. Stay away from romantic movies. Because what, what would happen if you watch romantic movies? You just break down and cry. And before you know, you're slowly sliding into depression. Do you see that? Protect your heart by shutting these things out. Of course, it's temporarily. It doesn't mean you would never watch romantic movies. No. But when you feel you are emotionally matured enough to handle it, then you can go ahead and watch it. Okay? He said, just as faith comes by hearing the word of God, likewise, fear comes from hearing negativity and lies. So, if you keep hearing negative thoughts, keep hearing negative words, what happens to you? You lose faith. You start to fear. Okay? You start to fear. So, do not entertain fear in any way. You have to set boundaries to protect your mental health. If it means setting boundaries from loved ones, you need to. If it means interrupting them to redefine those boundaries, you need to do that. So they do not fear, they do not sow fear unknowingly into your mind. Sometimes they don't do it knowingly, intentionally. But because you know what you're dealing with, you have to redefine those boundaries so that they are aware. Okay? Positive reassuring words heals the heart from depression. So you have to stay away from anything that does otherwise. You have to always remember that the Bible says, Come unto me all who are weary, burdened, and I will give you rest. They take his yoke because his yoke is easy and is light. The Bible also says, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you in my right hand. You need to remember that God is in it with you in every step of the way. God is in it with you. Just as you protect your mental health, you have to protect your spiritual health as well. Remember, God is with you. And another thing to remember is you are not the only one going through this or has ever gone through this. In the Bible, Moses suffered from depression. When the Israelites kept ranting that all they needed meat, when God brought them out from Egypt and was feeding them with manna, at some point they started ranting, all they needed meat, they've not had meat in a while. Okay, so Moses felt overwhelmed. He went back to God. And what did God do? God sent them quills. So you need to always go back to God. 
go back to him because he would hear you. Job suffered from depression at all. He lost everything on the same day. Jonah suffered from depression. Yes, he went into the ships, into the shark's stomach and stayed there. God, but God delivered them from all. So why do you think you will be different? Why do you think God will not deliver you from it? But call upon me in the times of trouble and I will deliver you. So you can call upon God, talk to him, express how you feel. I, he knows, he knows, always remember, he knows, but he needs you to come to him as your father. Dear God, this is how I feel about this situation. I cannot help myself. I feel laughed at. I feel mocked. But I know you are my God. You are my strength. You are my security. I can call upon you and ask for you, ask of you for anything. And he said, you would give unto me. He said, cattle on a thousand hills are yours. You give it to your children as you will. I ask, Lord, for peace. I ask for peace. That I should ask and I will receive. I ask for peace in my heart. I ask for the grace to feel loved. I ask for the grace to overcome this financial debt. I ask for grace for financial independence. I ask for grace for emotional security. Thank you, God, for granting me emotional security. You have to trust Him. You have to let Him in on it. You have to let your loved ones in on it. Why would you feel your loved ones would not want to help you? Why can't why shoulder the burdens alone? Talk to them. Talk to them. I know of someone who couldn't continue with school, kept failing in his undergrad, kept failing, kept failing and dropped out of school. While all his siblings, they've gone on to masters, some are doing their PhD, excelling in their career. And his family is well to do. But he decided to shoulder it on his own. Did not bring anyone in so that to do multiple jobs and rolled back in college trying to overcome all by himself i know that feeling of feeling independent oh i want to achieve this all by myself it's by my mind i'm not dependent on you see that's recipe for depression you need to confide in someone open up to someone open up to someone even if you don't want to open up to your family members go for therapy talk to your pastor talk to anyone okay because the consequences of de depression is fatality and I don't think you want to go through that I don't want to I don't think you want to lose your consciousness I don't think you want to lose your resolve talk to someone about it okay now the sixth step you need to have faith in the process. Have faith in the process. Even though you think the process is logically insane to help you with your situation. If you have the conviction that, oh, what are you talking about? If so, if I open up with someone, what happens? All of a sudden, I get financial freedom? No, right? It doesn't work like that, right? But you have to just trust the process. Healing definitely takes time. So trust the process and allow time to heal. 
talk to someone before you know someone knows someone. That knows someone that would help you gain and that's your freedom. Maybe you just missed one step and by opening up to someone, they just tell you, oh no, you would have done this this way. Okay, come. This is how to manage the stock market. This is how, this is how to do this. This is how just one single step, one mistake you've been making in the past. But by talking to someone, they're able to expose you into that, reveal that error and correct it. You need to trust the process. Stay with your counselors. Stay with your therapy. Honestly, be obedient to them when they ask you questions. Offer answers. Honestly, do not hide anything because this process is to heal you, not to heal them. So what do you lose by not trusting the process? You remain where you are. And of course, I've told you the consequences of depression. Some people might never come out from it. Some people might just be overwhelmed and overcome by suicidal thoughts and lose their lives in the process. You need to trust the process. It is time for you to let go. That's the time where you need to let go. Trust the process. Believe in yourself again to overcome depression. Trust God through every step of the process for healing. This is the time where we set our eyes on the prize ahead, not on the past. Look ahead. What do you want to achieve? You want to be free from depression. You want your sanity back. You want to feel loved again. You want to love yourself. The only way is to trust the process. Trust the process to come true for you. We've come to the end of this episode and I hope that we've been able to help someone today. 